Hi, everybody. Before we get into this episode, I had to let you know, like I'm literally bursting at the seams, that on March 13th, Scouts Agency is launching something major. We have been working on this for months, all with the intention to serve your business expansion and catapult your brand awareness. Now, If you want to have first access at our early bird pricing plus access to bonuses, sign up on our waitlist at scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. There will be limited spots available, so if you've been ready to go from the plateaued business owner to the visible visionary, you're going to want first access. Again, that's scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. S-C-O-U-T-S-A-G-E-N-C-Y dot com slash waitlist to sign up for first access. I'm bursting at the seams and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer, so cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Have you ever said to yourself, this is just for now? All the while you're daydreaming about a different life circumstance that you'll one day courageously capture? Hi loves, I'm Scout, and every time I hear someone tell me that their job, career, relationship, life circumstance is quote-unquote good for now, my mind goes insane as I frantically try to pull the true meaning out of them and figure out actionable steps to achieve what they envision in their head. This idea of setting a better standard for your life is what this podcast is all about. Let's do this. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Scout Podcast. I am Scout, your host. Um, I hope everyone's having a good day, whether you're listening to this first thing in the morning, in the evening, afternoon, whatever it may be. It is 7.04 in the morning on Monday that I'm recording this. I just did my morning pages, uh, which is something I do every single morning. I just grab my coffee, sit down, and write for one to two pages without thought, judgment, or kind of structure. I just kind of write subconsciously what comes to my brain um, and in my heart and what I am emotionally dealing with at that moment. So um, super amazing practice. It's changed my life and given me many breakthroughs if you are looking for to kind of switch up your morning routine to reflect more of a check-in. So I did not post an episode last week um, in honor of the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, Obviously, I am recording this on the 8th, um, so the blackout um, is currently done. But I decided not to post an episode because I was really working actively with OKSIS podcast with my sister to bring out content um, regarding Black Lives Matter as well as racial injustice and... um, racism that is quite prevalent in our country today. So I used that platform to talk about, um, to educate, to provide resources. We had Dom Roberts on OKSIS podcast, which was an incredibly informative, empowering, and moving episode. I really encourage you to listen to it. And um, there we really just broke down white privilege, uh, George Floyd's murder, and kind of the state that we are in right now. So if you are looking for a resource, uh, if you go to OKSIS podcast, um, the link in our bio, there is um, how to be anti-racist, essentially, all of the things you can do, whether that's sending emails to politicians, calling, texting, um, documentaries to watch, etc. So I watched 13 over 
the weekend, which talks about the mass incarceration issue that we have in our country, as well as how it is essentially rigged towards the African-American population. So there is a lot to learn. There is a lot to unlearn. There is a lot to stand in allyship and not just say we're in allyship, but to be an ally. And so I am committed to doing that. I know Mads is committed from OKC's podcast to doing that. And so if you're looking for resources, um, stories, we will be amplifying black voices on OKC's podcast right now. And uh, we are committed to diversifying uh, our guests. So um, head over to there if you want resources, if you want to um, not explore, but um, if you want to seek out new black women voices in tech, in wellness, um, in the podcast space, we highlighted those women in roundups last week. So that is why I hopped off here. I was really focused on OKSIS um, um, with our audience there and um, unpacking uh, the tragedy that our world has been going through. Obviously, 2020 is shit. But at the same token, I really feel as if coronavirus was a way and it still is a way for the collective to slow down and open up and really think about the way we live our life. And so in thinking about the way we live our life, we were really self-reflecting, connecting within, understanding our faults, understanding what we like about our life, what we don't like about our life, and really figuring out how to take action in that place. And so I think that this self-reflection almost gave us the ability to open our eyes to the racial injustice in our country. So when George Floyd was murdered and the riots happened, people are asking, like, this movement feels different because there is an awakening among the white population. We are opening our eyes and we are doing the work and educating ourselves where in the past people would just post a photo and move on with their lives. But now we're really, really... Um, forced to understand our racial biases and prejudices that we harbor due to societal implications and societal institutions. So I think that it is no coincidence that we went through a period of self-isolation to then come to a period of um, well, reflecting the self just as an individual, and now we're reflecting as a collective. So um It's been a tough year, but I think that so much beauty is about to come from it. I think we're all going through an awakening as a collective. We're all evolving and we're all really committed to changing the status quo. And so I stand um, with the black community. I stand with the America that I want to live in, which is one of inclusivity, diversity, safety, um, and essentially human rights for all so that we can be free. That is what our country was built upon or was intended to be built upon. Um, So yes, if you guys are looking for more content and more resources and action items, please head over to OKSIS podcast. Uh, We've got it. We've got you covered over there. So I am excited to be back on the mic here. I was reading about the throat chakra last night and I was wondering like, am I is my throat chakra excessive because I podcast and so podcasting is truly using the throat chakra over and over and over again and I think last week I felt excessive in that I felt as if it was time to not use my throat chakra but to let other black women use theirs Um, but in that I was also thinking that my throat chakra is one of my biggest gifts it is the way I communicate 
Um, I always thought that my communication mode was writing and it totally is. And that still, you know, serves a very large place in my life. But the throat chakra has really been something that I have been developing over the last two years with podcasting. So um, I am excited. I was kind of like back and forth over whether I should record the, the record this this morning, but I felt a tangle of anxiety and I was like, you know what, something needs to come out of me and my throat chakra is begging to be expressed. So if you have problems with your throat chakra, I recommend starting a podcast. It definitely forces you to exercise it, to clear it, to power it, and all of that good stuff. So today we are going to talk about choice. And we're not going to talk about it in the sense of how to make the right choice on if you should buy a house or not, or which condiment you should get at the grocery store. We all know there's a lot of psychology around choice and how in today's world we have such an abundance of choice that it can actually paralyze us and um, limit us from creating those choices in our life. But I want to talk about the way I view choice. So I don't know when this kind of structure came to me, but it came to me relatively um, lately, not not super early in my self-development and mental health journey. But I realized I think I was not feeling well one day and I was starting to get a little depressed. And I said to myself, you have two choices here. You can sit in this depression or you can work to get out of it. And that simplicity, that model was so powerful to me that it was like, why would I choose to sit in the depression when I can work to get out of it and eventually feel better? So I realized the power of giving yourself two choices. And if you really think about it, in the end, life boils kind of down to two choices for everything, right? Marry him or don't marry him. Stay in the relationship or don't stay in the relationship stay in the job or leave the job. Start your entrepreneurial journey. Don't start your entrepreneurial journey. You know, it can really be boiled down to just these two choices. And when you kind of frame it like that, it relieves you of the complexity of the future worry or am I making the right choice? Because it really frames it in a way that is digestible and easy for you to understand. So let's say you are Let's say you're overeating, you're binge eating, and you have no control over what you put in your mouth. You feel emotionally connected to food in a way that is out of your control. So when you are going to reach for that snack, even though your body is already nourished and you're technically full and don't need it, but it's an emotional stress situation, you can ask yourself, am I going to give in to my emotional cravings or am I going to stand strong and not eat that food? There are two options there. Understanding that one takes you further down the emotional addiction and the other helps you get out of it. So you get that chance. And I think that's this is actually something now that I'm talking about this, this is why I love doing this because I uncover um, things about myself that I, that I didn't know. Um, I remember when I realized I was 21 and I realized that my bipolar wasn't a choice So my feelings weren't a choice. My mental state was not a choice, but what I did with it was. And so I could stand there and say, okay, it's not my choice that I'm depressed right now, but I get to decide what I want to do with it. I can either A, do something about it, or B, 
cancel all my plans and sit in my bed and wallow and, and sleep and cry and, and watch depressing movies and fall even deeper into it. So when you are faced with an adversary or something that doesn't feel comfortable, if you ask yourself or give yourself only two choices, one, to stay in the uncomfortable position and wallow in it and fall deeper into it, or two, to take actionable steps to get yourself out of it, understanding that that might be painful for a short period of time, but knowing that something else lives on the other side of that, life becomes a lot simpler and you become a lot stronger. Because if you, you know, sometimes when we're faced with adversity, we don't we don't present a choice to ourselves. So we fall deeper and deeper and deeper into the toxic relationship, into the addiction, into the job we don't like, into toxicity, because we don't stop and say, hey, wait a minute, what's my choice here? Where can I activate my free will? Um, in Harry Potter, which I feel like I've quoted Harry Potter a lot in this podcast. This is the second one, but like still, it says, I think, I don't know who says this in the character, it just said J.K. Rowling, but I know J.K. Rowling didn't say this, but the quote is, it is our choices, Harry, that show what we truly are far more than our abilities. So it's the choice that starts the action train, right? It's the choice that changes our perspective. It's the choice that changes our mindset. And that is powerful. Tony Robbins says, your life changes the moment you make a new congruent and committed decision. And I can so stand by this. The minute I said to myself, oh, I don't have a choice that I'm depressed, but I do have a choice in how I handle this was the moment I decided to take action for the rest of my life. And I get it. It's fucking hard, guys. Like it doesn't feel good. And sometimes it feels more comforting to go into that depression or into that addiction or into that anxiety and just sit there. But that is ruining yourself and your soul so much more than actively choosing to take steps to get yourself out of a situation or to take steps that are going to better your life. It might feel uncomfortable in the moment and potentially even more painful because your ego is kind of pulling you back into your home base, but your home base isn't working for you anymore. So you get two choices. Each are going to be painful, but one has a way cooler future. So I choose the one with the cooler future. I choose the one where I get to say, I run my own business. I make this much money. I take care of my mental health. I have a beautiful apartment. I have a wonderful husband. I have two cute dogs. I have a great family. I spend my time on things that fuel me and and that I enjoy. I have built this life out of the choices that I have made. Edwin Markham said, choices are the hinges of destiny. They are the things that push your life forward. They are the things that create your life. And this isn't, you know, it, this sometimes choice becomes such a large thing, right? But if we can boil it down to two choices, just two, I'm going to take it or I'm not going to take it. I'm going to do it or I'm not going to do it. I am going to adopt this mindset or I'm not going to adopt this mindset. All of a sudden, the path that ha- used to have 10 million different trails that you could go down has two. And that you can wrap your head around. One benefits your life. 
one keeps you comfortable in potentially depression and negative emotions. And maybe you don't have depression. Maybe you just want to improve your life, right? Maybe the job you have isn't fueling you. So one choice is towards following your dreams and figuring out what fulfills you. And the other choice is to stay safe, safe in a job that pays you, you know? So when you kind of boil it down to these two choices, it just allows you to view your life in a little bit more simplistic terms. And in that simplicity comes the truth, right? It comes what's really happening. And you can tell yourself things like, oh, no, no, like this is, this is, you know, life and, and this is the, this is how it is. And this is what I have to do. And this is the cards I've been dealt and da, 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 da. And, you know, I'm not making a choice here. This is what it is. That's you making the choice to view it that way, right? Because you can view it differently. I'm starting to realize that the way you view life is the way life shows up for you. So I used to be younger, and this is a whole nother conversation that we can get into later, but just real quick, when I was younger, I was like, I don't understand why God in the Bible, in the Torah, used to create miracles, but he doesn't create miracles anymore. He used to split the seas, like, you know, burning bushes that spoke to you, and, and now he doesn't create miracles. Why? And then it took me until now to realize, oh, no, he creates miracles on a daily basis. The fact that my body just knows what to do every day to keep me alive is a fucking miracle. The fact that we give birth to human beings is a miracle. The fact that I can breathe and feel that oxygen in my body is a miracle. The fact that I can take a walk and enjoy nature is a miracle. The fact that we have an ocean to look at, fucking miracle. And so it's just reframing your idea of what is a miracle and what isn't because that's just subjective. So it's a choice that I made to see life as a daily miracle. And that instead of you know, thinking life is mundane and boring and, and, and pessimistic, I see beauty everywhere. And how do you think that's going to affect the way I show up at work, the way I do my tasks, the way I make my choices? So I think we need to really, really hone in on the fact that we have two choices in life, to do it or not to do it, to be it or not to be it, to take action or to not take action. So today, think about an area of your life that you can apply this two-choice rule to and think about what kind of person you want to be, what destiny you want to walk into and choose that. And it might be messy and you might not get it right the first time and it might take a while for you to actively pursue that choice. But by making the choice every single day, by saying it to yourself out loud, not just in your mind, go in a room alone and say out loud, activate that throat chakra it will happen. It will come into fruition. You'll start acting differently. You'll see differently. You'll move differently. You'll take action in the course that you made that choice towards. I hope this was helpful. Um, I know especially today in, in this world, we have a choice to truly be an ally or to not. So um, I guess I can tie it back to that, but oh, I hope... I hope that this, you know, this right now is giving me inspiration because I have a choice to make today. So this is really great. This is also sometimes when I hop on the mic, a reminder to myself, because sometimes we have to remind ourselves the things that we learn a lot and that's okay too. 
So if you enjoyed this, I would super appreciate it if you would rate and review the podcast, preferably five stars, and um, maybe text it to a friend who needs to hear something like this today. So I will see you later.